Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark, and you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And today we're going to be talking about minute number 51 of Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is going to start with this uh, the kind of the end of this dark side mural, uh, mother box mural, age of heroes mural, like this big scene we were talking about on Friday and Thursday. Uh, and then the minutes are going to end, or this one individual minute is going to end with a new scene. And we're going to finally start talking about some other superheroes that are not Wonder Woman. And we'll be talking about uh, a new scene involving the Aquaman. Um, so this one uh, is going to end that mural scene. Uh, and this is where we get that dark side part where uh, we saw this first after the DC fandom trailer. Mm-hmm. And then, um, or actually, no, we saw this before the DC fandom trailer. This was released um, either the next day after May 20th when they uh, announced that the Snyder Cut was coming out. Um, I think it might have been May 21st, just the next day after that. Zach showed kind of like a glimpse into what to expect. And this is where we saw this scene for the very first time and seeing actual footage. Because uh, before we had just seen like photographs on Vero and whatnot. Um, but this was the first time we got a clip. And um, when we saw this scene in that preview, uh, it had the Lex Luthor... Um, ADR from Dawn of Justice, what he says at the end of uh, Dawn of Justice, the Ultimate Edition. And uh, this is where we saw this part with Darkseid here. This is our first time really getting a look at Darkseid before we actually do see the final product um, and before we even got to see the Age of Heroes flashback. Um, There is some Greek writing here on, on the mural here. Obviously, you have the three mother boxes doing the Unity, which is a foreshadowing of what uh basically the the end of the movie spoiler Mm -hmm. um but the greek writing here it says dark side and then on the left there's some other greek writing um that uh i had a i had to look this up but we have a reddit user p wines 14 on the dc cinematic reddit um who kind of translated this about a year ago um and it really just kind of translates to uh, to darken and then obviously the one next to it is just dark side written in greek so not exactly uh, uh complicated there but i'm not sure what the you know what kind of like the message is here to get like is this foreshadowing dark side coming to darken like the future or is this like because of the unity he darkens things you know it's like one of those what does that mean you know but uh there were some other trans transliterations where it's like okay well dark side obscures god's light like things like that like so i think it's kind of like goes hand in hand it's just like the name <laughs> yeah it's like you dark know si- it's it's just reinforcing the name <laughs> yeah if anything i think it's a it's a a way that they wanted to write like dark side is you know how that's usually in comics like they just say that like dark side is um yeah they were like how do we write that in greek without it just being literal translation so dark side to darken is probably the best way to write that out hmm do they say dark side is in this 
movie? No. I don't think so. But I know no. that they say that a lot in comics. But like Die for Dark Side was was a was a thing in in Final Crisis. Yeah. Um I forgot about that one. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's I, it's it's really cool, no doubt, but um let me tell you something. When I first saw this, I did not know that the um the unity, the symbol for the unity was that. Um I didn't even know that was mother boxes. I don't even think I like I mean, I'm pretty sure the question was just like, what is that? Ah, oh, it's whatever. Don't think about it. Like, I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, I didn't even think that they were like depicting 3D animation and 2D art here. Um, but that's pretty awesome. Now I'm trying to look at it as if it was a 2D object. And like, oh, that's so that's that's I, I, I now I have the this is a big this was a big problem for me in my 3d modeling class i cannot see the 3d image until it is fully rendered i cannot look at a 2d image especially like the 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 the, the laid out feature of it and be like okay what is this after you fold it all up i can't i cannot see it i remember in elementary school we had a new computer program that was like you can make shapes and you could print out the thing and it's cool colors and you could put any color you want on it and print it out and cut it out and tape it together and it makes the 3d cube you know it made the pyramid whatever um but like those schematics of the flattened out 2d object baffled me still does to this day it's hard for me to see the 2d image or hard for me to see the 3d image from the 2d so even looking at this, these mother boxes, yeah, <laughs> it is incredibly hard for me to, to for me to find three complete cubes in it. Yeah, I can see it, and I can objects. see that it's there. It's like I need to, I need time with this. I need to, you know, computer enhance type thing. Like this is what I need from you guys. Now it's kind of cool because we got animators. Hey. <laughs> That's kind of fat. Yeah, that's fascinating to me. I'm trying to remember. Uh, it it screwed me so hard in my 3D modeling class that it was just like I can't. I'm so slow at this, guys. Like I had to do a dolphin one time, hardest fucking thing in my life, rendering a 3D with, dolphin. Do you struggle with origami? Never tried it. Oh, okay. Because I'm trying to imagine like you looking at an origami book like instructions and just being i don't know what this means yeah i'll probably and i will try my best to do it step by step the close okay so there were a couple things the closest things that i got to origami was one the paper um oh yeah like i don't know what four by yeah, four thing yeah where you you, you do the the you, you pinch it together the triangle. And, yeah and you lift up the the side find out if a girl and, likes yeah, you or not exactly that that and when Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones came out, there mm-hmm. was a whole hell of a lot of promotional stuff for it. Um, there were these books that had these cutouts that you can take out, like they were inserts, and it was ships. It was the coolest shit, dude. They were like cardstock material, and you could pop them out kind of like models and put them together, and it was like a little cardboard Star Wars oh, ship, yeah. and I had it for a uh, uh, clone trooper transport. I had a Naboo fighter. Um, there was uh, the uh, Amidala, the Queen Amidala's silver ship as well. Like those were awesome, but I struggled so hard making the clone gunship. I don't even think I completed it. I want to say that I, 
like tore a couple pieces of it or something like that so like the wings didn't fit on and i think eventually like i just ended up taking the wings off and using it as just the body and now it's a broken gunship it was i mean <laughs> but this was back in i don't know 1999 or or what, what 2002 2002 yeah yeah Nin- 99 yeah. was episode one that's very interesting i i not you saying that like that you didn't see this as like a 3d image of the three mother boxes Mm-mm. in my mind i'm thinking i'm trying to picture it now as just a 2d object and it just looking as like a star amulet yeah it's just and like exactly that's a great oh my god that's kind of cool it looks like a star from like just like a thing from a video game a star piece uh yeah that's just not re- that's just not 3d animated um shit man there's things in like zelda when like meteorites fall down or whatever you get star pieces and it's just like this just <laughs> amorphous blob of polygons yeah it's like it's I'm got points like going, <laughs> i'm almost like forcing myself to have like some sort of astigmatism just to like force this image into a 2d like it's uh, extremely hard and honestly i think the making a making three objects uh interlaid into each other as a 2d image i think that's probably incredibly hard i don't even know what the math is behind that to be honest with you it reminds me of like um playing star fox on the super nintendo like the original star fox and like there were so many geometrical shape ship things because everything was just geometry in that Mm -hmm. first game that it reminds me of this where I, i used to play that game going I have no idea what I'm looking at, <laughs> but it's a ge- it's it's apparently it's an alien ship, but it's 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 geometrical. Uh, I I just know that it blinks when I shoot it, so I yeah. should just keep shooting it. And it, that game had all kinds of weird shape looking things moving at you, um, and so that's what it looks like to me now. But yeah, and I don't even remember in the 2017 version if the unity ever happened if it ever did this if the mother boxes actually fused at some point because i know it happens in this movie obviously we've seen it um yeah it shows it in the uh it shows them it shows the three witches in the 2017 in like the age of heroes part yeah, yeah where it actually like does kind of click together yeah um it shows that um, yeah one thing i do want to mention about this uh image of dark side here on the wall he's uh depicted with like this his his classic dark side helmet with the uh, the the lower jaw piece, yeah, um, he didn't actually have that from you know the flashback that we see later on, um, but that's kind of cool how like we would get that idea, that image of Darkseid in our mythos as you know humans in this sense of just this warlike creature. Yes, down him in all of the the the, the dressings of a warrior, you know, and includes his crazy helmet. Maybe he yeah. had his helmet at one point. I don't know. It was probably a long fight. Yeah, in, in the Age of Heroes, he has barely any any clothing at all, any armor, really. He almost looks like um, he. Is that whistle <laughs> gonna show up? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe if it um, just shows as air, that'd be great. <laughs> he uh, he. Well, we'll get to. It. I have some theories about about that uh, when we get to the Age of Heroes. But yeah. This is the most army we see him in, even when we see him at the end of the movie. Um, I think he has just like a sleeveless chest piece on. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have the chin strap armor piece. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he has any armor on the head at all. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm think he does. I'm trying to think in like the, uh, in like the, the, the image that um, 
that cyborg sees as well of him killing everybody. Oh yeah, when, when yeah, when he does have the anti-life equation. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I think we I think we do get some uh, some dark side chin all throughout this movie. Yeah, yeah, I gotta. That's like his best feature, right? <laughs> you tell me. You tell me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, and we've just been we've been hiding it for thirty years, you know, in the comics. So we haven't been able to get a good look at Darkseid's chin. I want to see that chin. This here, I mean, it, it looks like he has like full on armor. Like I don't know if that's it does. That's what I'm saying. Markings. Like he looks like a no. It looks like. He looks like it the, looks like, like shoulder black pads. knight, like in Arthurian it does. mythos or something like Gawain. You know, you know. It does. You see how massive... menacing that is. That is a crazy. Uh, now, <sighs> let's just get that. Let's get a poster of that. Frame it. Yeah. Just Honestly, get this. that looks great. Get like a canvas painting or something like that, or just have someone paint this on your wall. Tapestry. Like have an accent wall and just make it a dark side mural. Let me get that. How many? All right, let me write this down. That sounds like a good idea, actually. Um, just before we end this bit here, this is probably the most impactful part, is the fact that Wonder Woman shaking in her boots here uh, because of this thing. Uh, she's she's obtained all the information that the Amazons are trying to warn um, the realms of man about. And it's the fact that Gal Gadot puts on like this oh shit like this is a big deal like mm-hmm. normally i'm not scared of giant monsters right I've, I've killed things before yeah, exactly I've killed things from other worlds before but this scares her and absolutely that's, yeah that's, that's great the, again we're coming back to it this is four or five years into nonverbal acting that we're just getting the hell out of it you know yeah and this is you know she was like oh yeah i'll i'll uh i'll go to this uh, shrine of the Amazons. I'll go down this dark God of War uncharted cavern. None of this bothers me. I can do it all. I'll go fight terrorists. And then she gets to this mural part and she's like, oh, this is bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and not even uh, Superman scares her, really. Because obviously, you know, Superman exists in the world and she's not bothered by it. She still remains mysterious. But seeing Darkseid's like, oh, okay. This is a bad idea. Um, so we're going to end it right there for that scene. And then this scene coming up, this is where we're going to start uh, an Aquaman scene. And I can't remember. was the, We only met Aquaman once before, right? And that was just the the Iceland part? Yes. It was like... That was, a, that was the last time. That was like 30 was like minutes f- ago or something. Yeah, almost 40 minutes ago, really. <laughs> Uh, that was the second week we were talking about the mm-hmm. the movie here, so it's been a while. Um, and you know, one of the things you notice in the scene, the way it opens up, is it opens up with this ship, this sailor. Uh, I couldn't find the casting credit for this person, um, but obviously they're sinking. They're screaming "Mayday, Mayday!" And uh, so we're already in. You know, we're already in that mindset of okay, this is going to be Aquaman scene because we're dealing with you know nautical stuff mm-hmm. and uh you know i remember seeing the ship in the behind the scenes footage when they were shooting the film and obviously the ship is a just a set piece uh so that's why it always looks like the way it does and i remember seeing it in theaters when i saw the 2017 version 
and just being like, wow, that looks like a set piece that a guy was just hanging on and like they barely did anything with it. Really? Is it bad to you? Oh, it looks bad. Yeah. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, I'm talking about the 2017 version. It looks better here. And see, this is the difference between a director who knows what they're doing and a director who just doesn't care. And, um, I mean, yeah, honestly, from the difference in this version and the 2017 version of just like this entire part, it honestly seems like in 2017, they were just like, why the hell do we have this? What are we supposed to do? And like quickly tossed it into B-roll and was like, maybe we'll be able to like use it as a setup for something or whatever. And then like later on afterwards, they were like, oh, snap. Yeah, I guess it was a setup. But like. They add some weird green goo alien bullshit bit to it, and it's like, okay. <laughs> like, it's yeah, just, they just do. terrible. And they, like, they they see it for what it is as a setup, but then they're like, oh, well, we gotta, like, kick it a little bit more, right? We gotta, like, it's like it turns into Pearl Harbor or something. Not the movie, the actual event. Something has to happen for Aquaman to be like, okay, now I got stake in this. Okay, now an alien crashed this one ship with this one sailor. I'm pissed. What? Yeah. yeah, like they had to like somehow make it tangible. They it's had like, to bring Aquaman into it somehow. Yeah. And it exactly. just like completely misses. It just doesn't work. Um it I don't know. It the parademon I don't there's it, we get a scene in this movie that actually I mean, it doesn't even make it tangible. It just is part of the universe it's just it just is steppenwolf interrogating atlanteans like it's a direct link to what's going on instead of him just saving a guy because he wants to save the guy just being a hero but a reluctant one uh and no parademon involvement no mother box murals on the wall and stuff like that it's very it's very strange but um in that 2017 version i remember looking at the ship and being like Oh, that looks just like it did on the set. So, uh, very unconvincing. But at least here, there's a little bit more going on. There's a little bit more visual effects added to it. There's at least some camera movement to make it look like it's sinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, even though it looks like that, you know, here it just it it just works a lot better, um, and it's more believable. And knowing that. Maybe you didn't know that this was just a set piece. It's just hanging like that. Uh, I guess it works. It's Movie nice to magic, get it. baby. Yeah, it's nice to get a second a pair of eyes on this. Um, the Courtlant. It's that's the name of the ship. So big old a lot Easter of things egg. going going on there. Obviously, Courtlant. It means land of the courts. So you can uh, again reference the Arthurian mythos if you would like. Um, I remember in the Justice League, uh, what is it? All the gods uh, design that they did for the shirts for Ink to the People. Um, it has a sword piercing that with an Omega symbol on there, and it says Courtlot on it. My guess is that Land of the Courts could be basically a, a, a superfluous way of saying Justice League, and in the sense of like, the Justice League would be the court lot to defeating Darkseid. Like, that has to be the key to defeating him at somehow, some way. Or Darkseid um, is the cause of creating that type of court. Um, yeah. Also, the court of Darkseid. In an incredible meta way, 
the Cortland uh, referring to the building in the Fountainhead and it being the architect's magnum opus, greatest mm. achievement of his uh, career. Uh, if you want to look into it that far and say that Justice League could be related to that in Zack Snyder's sense, hey, your word's not mine, but you can still hang out with us. Like, I'm still, we're still friends, you know? Yeah. I'm not saying that because the previous movie was a, a, a whole hell of a movie, but it's, uh, it's sim- 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 symbolically... <laughs> Yeah, that's a new but one. As the that's symbol, as what Justice League represents, as it being the yeah, as as it being the final piece. I'm gonna of write it, that of, one down of, of of everything coming to this. Can then that be yes. the episode title? I don't know what word I said. Sim- what is it? Symbolically. Symbolically. Symbolic. I can't even. Say it. <laughs> I'm surprised you said it the first time so smoothly. Oh, that's a good one. I love it. I love any time we just start making up words. Yeah, yeah. Any word so, uh, exists as long as you can define it. So. Right. So so in that sense, that's what my first impression was. Um, it took me a little bit of time and 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 many looks at, at the shirt that you have and, and the design of it and uh, mm-hmm. piecing all of those sections together and just inferring on my own and talking with you and everything. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, like the the... the the fountainhead was the first one, obviously, that I was just like, "Yes, here," and you point, you point, go here, 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 here it is, here it is. We'll see it at some point. Let it's him do so it. strange. Let him do it. I mean, this is our second, this is our second fountainhead reference in this movie, um, but this one was baked into the movie beforehand, whereas the other one, where it says, "You know, Manhattan seeks new architect," that was done in post after mm-hmm. you know released the Snyder cut and everything. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's so, it's strange because it's not even like, it's not even like, oh, he's putting in this, he's putting this in there because of what has happened to his works and everything. It's, he just, he's like that story beforehand. He's wanted to do the movie of that story again. Um, he's a huge fan of it. And then all this happens and then, you know, Mm-hmm. The whole Snyder Cut and the DC Universe has become that version. It's super metaphysical. It it's, really is. And it's, it's wild. Incredible. And it's so crazy how it's just like grown organically like it. Yeah. It's just like it adopted this entire persona and and it's, I, I don't know, Call it, it's the Snyder Cut, you know, whatever. Yeah. Have a stigma with it behind it or, or whatever. It it happened. It's it, it, was, it was cool. Write a paper about it, honestly. Do a Honestly, dissertation. There's some <laughs> really cool shit about all of this stuff. Um, it's almost and, like someone could make uh, a Fountainhead story. Like someone could do a biopic of Zack Snyder and it would just be the Fountainhead. Well, yeah, like, that's why I always took this here, this Easter egg here as such. I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is our direct reference to Fountainhead. Like this is what the architect was working towards. This yeah. is, and we got it. And you all rejected it. Like it's the exact freaking story and it's incredible by the yeah. way i've been listening to a lot of rush lately and i had no idea how much rush pulled from randy and mythos and, and stories and all that stuff like that and, and even on top of that was just like holy shit mark there's so much <laughs> it's all connected <laughs> everything's connected um but yeah anyway uh great easter egg um hell you even got it on his camera you know 
Yeah, it's amazing. It 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 just blows my mind thinking about like how how far this rabbit hole of of Courtland goes and uh, Fountainhead and all those things. It it it's one of those things. It's, it's so surreal, like how this how this has affected uh, his work and everything. And and that's just what makes it a lot cooler, especially when you have um like thirty one plus superhero movies now that are are very similar into what beats to land what boxes to check and then you have someone who's like yeah but this would be a cool story because this is how we should perceive our modern day mythos and they're like what are you talking about we're just here to sell some toys like and some comic books and it's like oh i that's not what i thought we were signed up for yeah uh and so it's just so interesting to see artists um going down that route i don't know if he has plans to do it anytime soon his his own fountainhead version because now he's doing a norse animated film which looks wild and it's strange because you sent me this um uh what was it called like something norse of the of the gods or something oh like yeah that. so the talk of the town all over right now the his uh north myth- mythology show that's happening on netflix um yeah I don't know, the name slips my mind right now yeah but, uh, it's like heir to the gods or something like that yeah but um it's so strange because that th- that day that you had sent that to me i wasn't on my phone at all that day but i remember driving I and thinking about god of war because we had just done the episode about wonder woman um you know, turning in that arrow to, to get to the mural and thinking about, you know, well, if Zach can do that scene, he can do God of War. Like he can do, he can follow in, in, in that, in that realm and be like, Oh, you know, I love talking about gods. Well, well, if you like talking about God so much and God of War and everything, why not do the God of War storyline? Like, you know, you, he could totally nail that. Um, the music is right up his alley as well. And like, you know, get that bear McCreary, um music that god of war music like i was thinking in my head more and more and i just kept thinking like a god of the god of war ip would you know best be suited by Zack snyder so when you sent me that it was like okay this is really weird that he's actually doing a norse mythology uh story because then now that it's animated he can do whatever he wants with it as far as um how to direct it so um that that is going to be crazy to see um but I think that's it for me on this one. We have more Aquaman stuff to talk about tomorrow. So unless you have anything else, Nate, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you guys enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. We can join us to talk about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 52 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.